This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. One of the busiest businesses in the United States recently is the printing companies who make all the now hiring signs purchased and posted by just about every business in the country. I've never seen them more prolific, giving an air of desperation in some cases to there being a worker shortage. This competition to find workers doesn't match the labor statistics that there are 8 million unemployed out there that cannot find a job. An unintended consequence of COVID aid was that COVID unemployment benefits have given some workers a second choice relative to being immediately pressed back into the workforce. Those benefits were very close to equaling the $15 an hour minimum wage, but now many states are rolling them back, which should increase the incentive to take employment. The Biden administration's effort to get a $15 national minimum wage came up short politically, but they have done everything they can to prime the pump for higher wages. The market will do what they cannot legislate. I see us at the precipice of some wage price inflation, and that is not all a bad thing. We have just come off about three decades of wage stagnation, where the working wage in this country needed to be subsidized by welfare in order to be a living wage. We had Walmart workers buying groceries with food stamps. This was reflected in the income disparity that reached a level where we are now seeing the equivalent of a backlash to it. The labor market is supply and demand driven like all others, and the demand is now greater than the supply. The result is wages will rise. As I have noted, inflation is a mindset. Supply chains are experiencing shortages in price increases, some of which have been caused by labor disruptions at multiple points along the production chain. Most products are made from components that come from many sources, And if any link in the chain is weakened by shortages, then the reliability of the entire supply chain to produce to meet demand is disrupted. We have been spoiled or indoctrinated by three decades of complacency that any price increase or supply tightness was transitory. Just-in-time production management practices prevailed and thrived. This system globalized and reached a level of efficiency and cost economics that many would have never predicted possible. The lack of necessity to hold inventories of parts or finished goods, relying on the dependability of supply chains, soaked into the business persona so that there was complacency. First came protectionism and then the tariffs of the previous administration, which was a disruption to the global supply chain. Then came the COVID pandemic. Suddenly, every pressure point of supply chains was being tested, whether it was congestion in ports, a cargo vessel blocking the Suez Canal, or an oil pipeline being hacked for ransom, the lack of resiliency and redundancy in our supply chains showed up in immediate shortages. Just-in-time production practices are showing their weaknesses. The inflation of the 1970s had ingrained a mindset that businesses and consumers needed to buy today what they needed tomorrow, because if they waited to procure what they needed when they needed it, it would be higher in price or potentially unavailable. Get it now or even buy more than you needed in order to profit from the price appreciation. Inventories were built. It was the opposite of just-in-time procurement. This created artificial demand overheating production. Businesses overleveraged as they leaned into inflation. The deflation of the 1980s followed as the Fed took the punch bowl away, hammering demand, creating a huge backlog of supply and collapsing prices, 
as businesses had inventories that they did not need. Agriculture was caught up in the result. Deflation was followed by a three-decade period of disinflation where prices turned stagnant, wages fell accordingly, and supply chains restructured for a new mindset. That was, do not buy what you need tomorrow today, as it will likely get cheaper while you wait. Let someone else bear the cost of carrying inventories and buy only when you need it. The system worked as the globalized production system delivered the goods at the lowest cost just in time. There's a huge difference in demand between when businesses and consumers fear price increases and shortages, so build protective inventories, and when they are relaxed relying on someone else to hold what they need and deliver it just when they need it. The Fed claims to want a little inflation, but it will be in the eye of the beholder what is too much. The only way to quell rising inflation now is with a recession, and the Fed is also not prepared to accept that consequence. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 